Yeah, 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 yeah. Making her way to the mic. They start dimming the lights. You start feeling alright. From Birmingham, home with the Teddy Longs and the Ruben Stutters. More once you discover. For all of the lovers, Whitney Houston and Roman Reigns. For all of the lovers, Mickey James and Marvin Gaye. For all of the lovers, it's Sasha Banks, Janelle Monet, Silk, Sonic, and Paige. Allow me to say. Look, I just found a place we'd escape Every one of us, I was kinda late Cause I just made it off the struggle bus Walking by the fate, cause I know it's right in front of us Yo, I ain't with the hate, gotta focus on what's great Ladies and gentlemen, Steph Hardy is on the air Had to drop a couple bars just to make you all aware So, sit back, relax, enjoy the show You know I go by Joe or the wrestle Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the best little wrestle house in Alabama. This is the Hardy Wrestling Podcast with your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of this amazing platform, host and writer for Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet, as well as color commentator for the Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, and Black Girl Magic 2022. Welcome, and I hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday filled with love and happiness and productiveness but now you're about to chill out because it's like six o'clock seven o'clock wherever you're at it's evening time so it's time to chill out and watch this show and you know listen and stuff so thank you to those who are watching on twitter facebook youtube and everywhere else but with me i have a special guest i have someone who i have been interested in talking to for a long time you may know her if you spend a whole bunch of time on TikTok like a lot of us do. Um, she is a content creator, a really big wrestling fan. And in her mind, she is the future of the WWE, a future wrestling superstar. She is Raven Brianna. How are you, Raven? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And like I said, I am so happy to have you on. You look like happy you're wearing your t-shirt and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like you are a vibe on TikTok. So I just had to have you on and had to have you come on the show because I, I just want to talk to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, if you are watching and if you want to comment and chime in, you know, your comments might show up on the screen. So don't be afraid to comment and stuff. So Raven, I got to ask you. When did you fall in love with wrestling? Um, so I have uncles that grew up um watching wrestling and they introduced me to it and then like I kind of fell off for a little bit because I was like five or six at that time. And then I was in the third grade, so I was nine, and one of my friends was into it and I fell in love at that point. Like haven't stopped watching since. So that was 2009. It's it's been a been a while. Wow. Yeah, so it's like your uncles got you into it and then you kind of dropped off a little bit, which does tend to happen to some people, you know, because life happens. You have different interests that pull your your attention away for Mm -hmm. a minute. But then you came back in like 2009, which a lot of wrestling fans, you know, online sort of feel like that's sort of like a weird period where mm-hmm. it was kind of okay to say you liked wrestling, but not as okay as yep. it might have been back in the day or like it is now. But mm-hmm. either way, you know, that was still a pretty sweet spot there. Yeah. And then after that, I fell off. I want to say I just went into high school. And I fell off a little bit, but, you know, like I kept tabs on everything that was going on between um 2013 to like 16 kept tabs um same thing for a little bit longer then covid hit and of course there was nothing to do so i'm like okay i guess i'll start watching again then the year after that extreme rules was here in columbus and i was like i should buy tickets i should go i won't know nobody there but whatever and that like struck something right there like I remember going as a kid and being like in the nosebleeds, but this time I was by myself and I had really good seats. I seen Jeff Hardy for the first time ever. So it was, it, 
it started it right back up and I haven't stopped since. And then my sister got into it. So yeah. Oh, cool. Is your sister younger or older? She's 15, so she's younger than me. Okay, I get that. My sister's younger than me too. Shout out to her. She's 21. So mm -hmm. it was me and her and my dad got us into it. Um, and then my grandmother watched it before he did. So mm -hmm. it's been kind of like a generational thing. So I totally get it. But yeah. You went you went to your first wrestling event, which was Extreme Rules. Like, yeah. oh my god. That was god. my first one in years since early 2000s. First one in years. Yeah. yeah. So so what was the very first one you went to? Um, it was a raw. I was in fourth grade. Me and my cousins went with my uncle. And then we went to a couple house shows and stuff like that. So yeah, but this one, like now that I have adult money, I have no problem when I see Ohio. It don't matter where in Ohio I'll go. Like, um, I'm taking my sister to Raw, no, SmackDown the day before SummerSlam. And we're going to SummerSlam. It's a whole road trip. We're just going to drive through. Um, I took her to a house show for Christmas and she met Bianca. So that was a fun thing. And we just went this past April for SmackDown and we met LA Knight and stuff. So. It's a lot more that I than I can do. Like it was, it was fun. I like it. Cool. Like I love going to live events. Those are really like amazing, especially mm -hmm. if you're like me. Like I'm really loud. Yeah, <laughs> and I like that's, to talk at the TV my and yell at the people who I love and yell yeah. at the people I don't like. So I lost my voice at during WrestleMania. Like those two days, I literally went to work. I don't know if I went to work or school somewhere I went and I had a podcast to do with no voice. It was so bad. Yeah. I get serious. Yes. You really get into it. Yeah. And I like that. Cause that's basically me except now, since I have my podcast, I have to try my best not to go as hard. Yeah. I know I have something else to do, but when I didn't have this platform, I would just mm -hmm. go off the wall and yes. just yell. And not care yeah. about anything. And then yeah. just recover. It's, especially don't go and you've seen somebody that you haven't seen before. Like, that's what makes it so much worse. I went to one in Cincinnati and Uncle Howdy was there. And I'm <laughs> so short. And I'm like, I can't see nothing going on, but I'm going crazy. Seth came in the crowd. I'm going crazy. I'm like, yeah. This stuff right here, this is a lifestyle. Definitely oh, is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely is. But we love it. So you said that around the pandemic time was kind of when you got back into it. Like, mm -hmm. was it different for you watching wrestling without crowds and stuff? Because I know that was a huge adjustment. Yeah, it was definitely different. It was kind of weird. Um, that's kind of what was like that weird iffy pushing me towards it. And then I'm like, I don't like the no crowds. So it's kind of weird. But, you know, then there's Peacock, which, you know, God bless the creators of Peacock. Because it helps you catch up even more. Because I was lost on some stuff. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Um, but the pandemic was definitely weird. It, I was there, but then I was like, eh, I don't really like the pay-per-views. Yeah, wasn't a fan. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I can understand. It was a bit of an adjustment for a lot of people. Because on social media, which was, of course... It's heavy now, but around, of course, the pandemic when a lot of people were locked in and stuff, you know, we were always on social media. So it's yeah. just like a lot of people felt very strongly about having to watch wrestling and there was no crowd. They were just like, I don't know if I can do it or I'm mm -hmm. not going to do it or I'm not going to watch it at this phase. Yeah. You know? So it was a little bit hard for people. I just know I was going to keep watching it because I just didn't mm -hmm. know anything else. Like. I've been watching yeah. it since I was a child. So I was like, I really don't know nothing else. So I'm just going to keep watching it just to see. Yeah, so, <laughs> I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun, though. I will say that because mm -hmm. a lot of storylines really did kind of like were propelled a whole lot more, you know. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of more focus was put on them, you know, outside of being distracted by crowds and stuff that could control so much of everything, you know. Yeah. So it was it was interesting, but you know, I'm glad that the crowds are back though, because two years without a show was hard. <coughs> yeah, it was not too fun. I was not too fond of it. But I'm glad they came here fresh out the pandemic. It was it was fun. 
Yeah. So when you were catching up on, you know, wrestling on Peacock and stuff, like what was something that surprised you, you know, as you were catching up with everything that had happened over the last couple of years? It was more weird because like I remember watching and I see so many people. It was weird when I didn't see the people that I knew. Mm -hmm. Like that's what was making it weird before I got onto Peacock. And then seeing how the different storylines progressed and like what I missed out on at the time, it was, yeah, it was a struggle a little bit. Okay. Well, who exactly did you know from back then and then watching it and putting it together with what you saw in the present? Um, of course, Roman, Seth, it was different. Dean Ambrose was gone. John Moxley. That was weird. Um, Rey Mysterio was still there. Randy. Randy is the one that got me into wrestling. So still seeing Randy helped me out so much. Um, at the time, seeing Jeff Hardy, just the familiar faces from when you're a kid, that helps out. Besides, like, CM Punk and stuff like that. I mean, I knew about that one. I was still watching at the time when he left. But um, I think the different titles definitely confused me when I started watching. Because I'm a big spinner belt person. So when that was gone, I was like, what? okay. Like, that was the best time in my whole childhood. That was the best thing. So it was a little weird. Yeah. But wrestling, you know, is a very ever-evolving thing. But the thing about yeah. the thing that I love about wrestling, though, is like even when you quit watching at one point, you can still mm-hmm. pick it up because its history is always available to you, especially yeah, and it, ever. It feels like I didn't really miss out on much because I caught back once so quick. Like at that extreme rules, it was um Finn Balor versus Roman. And I was like, okay, I gotta catch up on what's going on, why this is a thing. And from there. I was like, okay, this makes sense. Like, you can catch one very, very fast. Mm-hmm, yeah. So. That was a good definitely. thing. Okay. So, you mentioned a lot of the things that you've experienced from going to live events in the last few years. Like yeah. meeting LA Knight and taking your sister to meet Bianca Belair and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, um, what exactly, like, made you decide to create content centered around wrestling, whether it was through through your podcast or, you know, through TikTok. Like, what was it for you that made you decide, I'm going to make this type of content and put it out in the universe? Um, well, being a girl, a uh, colored girl, it was always a weird, it was taboo to watch wrestling for real. And that's kind of why I stopped watching a little bit because of the kids like, why are you watching Gear Girl and stuff like that? Then, like, you're looking now, and it's like, nobody cares what anybody does. You can be whoever you want to be and stuff like that. You can watch your wrestling if you want. Nobody, you don't care if anybody says, why are you watching that? How old are you? You don't care no more. So I was in college. I'm a bored college student. I was like, I'm going to make some TikToks because I'm bored. And that first one, that MVP one, I did not expect anything out of that. Like, that was the most random thing ever. When I say... I went to bed, woke up like, wow, okay. I was like, this is crazy. I just I just was watching TV. I heard the old MVP song. I was like, I wonder if anybody else experienced this before. And apparently <laughs> everybody did. So I was like, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, different. I was like, wow. Yes, it was hilarious because I literally like had that same experience too. Like me and my dad would joke about that song because uh-huh. of... Because of the way it sort of escalates like that. And so yeah. when I saw you make that TikTok, I was like, that is so real. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like. I thought I was the only one. Like, Mm-mm. okay, cool. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah. I love that. And then just blew up from there. Like, so many things people relate to. And I'm like, I always thought I was the only one that felt this way. No, not at all. And then, you know, before I get off into theme songs, I want to, you know, hold space for what you said earlier in terms of, you know, being a black girl, like in wrestling and how it was taboo. Like, so were these yeah. like people you went to school with, you know, yeah. as a kid who were telling you, you know, like, oh, well, why are you watching that? That's not cool. Mm-hmm. I hate to, I'm really sorry that you had that experience. You know, I had that experience too. Um mm-hmm. 
going to school and stuff like that, especially the older I got, like in high school, they yeah. would definitely question you then. Sure. And then it was just kind of like, I'm not going to stop watching it just because y'all, you know, said y'all watched it mm -hmm. and then stopped at a certain point and then talked about how you think it's fake and all that. Okay, fine. Yeah. But I'm going to keep watching it in my house. Like, definitely. I don't care. And like, somebody but, said, yeah. we all went through that moment where we loved wrestling. We found out it was fake, fell off a little bit, but then got older and it was just like the best thing you've ever seen in your life. And I was like, that was literally me. Like, and I think that's why I like it now more because then when I was a kid, we didn't have a lot of our own self on TV. So like we had a select few, but it wasn't as many period. You have them on NXT, AEW, WWE, they're everywhere. And I love that. Because that was not a thing when I was a kid. Yeah, it was few and far in between when it comes to black superstars, you know, uh -huh. as we were growing up, you know, and there and it is great that there are more. But the thing is, though, like, I'm glad that you were able to sort of persevere through that. Because uh -huh. I, I find that in life, there are a lot of people who make fun of things that they just don't understand. Yeah. And it's really sad when you, you know, make fun of that thing because you just don't know what it means to that person. Yeah. Or how much that person actually <laughs> loves it. So it's like when you insult it, it's like you're hurting them. And hopefully we can get to a point to where, you know, stuff like that won't hurt yeah. us as bad. Or mm -hmm. at the very least, we can become more understanding and respectful of people's um, quirky yep. things that they love. Yep. And that's why, um, like I tell my sister, I'm like, this is something that became a bonding thing with us. Like, it's still, I still, it's, it's like, it's still that piece of my childhood there. And I'm like, I enjoy that because it still gives me a sense of my nostalgia that I'd be wanting sometimes. And since me and her are bonded through it, it made our relationship better. So, like, I love watching it simply off of that, that I know that that's in place because of it. Right. Like, it's a bonding ritual, and that's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. You know, wrestling really does bring people together. You can find yeah. best friends that way. You can reconnect. That's how me and my best friend members. met. Yeah, that's yeah. how me and my best friend met. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like, like I said, it's a lifestyle at this point. Exactly. Like it brings people together. So, you mm -hmm. know, I'm really happy that it's done that for you and it's giving you that joy and that connection with people in your life that you love. Like I'm really mm -hmm. glad you did that. But then, yeah. yeah, going back to what you were talking about earlier, like when it comes to you making TikToks about, you know, the MVP thing and how much mm -hmm. I loved it, it just reminded me of what my love for, you know, theme songs are. But, yeah. you know, of course, this is a cheap plug. If you are on Apple Music, I do have a playlist of wrestling bops. That's what I called it. And <laughs> if you want to listen to that, please go I need that. It. Yeah. Yeah, I, I add new songs all the time. But it's just like you think about all the older <laughs> songs that you loved from back in the day. And you're just like, you know what? This really did hype me up because I, yeah. oh, yeah. I still think Rain Mysterio's old theme song. That is my favorite theme song in the whole world. It's like when you're too. When I say, like, like going back to me starting back watching, I'm going back watching old pay-per-views, and I'm hearing a song. I'm like, I forgot about this song. Like, this song was amazing. Like, I, it's, I love it so much. Like, I love the theme songs. It, it makes your mood. Depending on the theme song, it makes your mood. Definitely does. Right. And what's so funny is, it's like, thinking about Ray. When I was at WrestleMania this year, I was getting some food before his match with Dominic. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I heard him come out with the Snoop Dogg song first. But then the minute that Viva La Raza hit, everybody everywhere lost well, it. So when I tell you, I was talking with my best friend. We were sitting there before the match. I was like, you know what would be crazy? If we just hear Eddie's theme song one more time. I was like, imagine hearing it in this crowd. As soon as I said that, it came on. I screamed so loud because I was like, I've never, I haven't heard this song <laughs> in so long. It made my day. Yeah. Were you there? No, but I wish I was. Like, I wanted okay. to go so bad. But I know for a fact I'm going to Mania next year because it's kind of closer. So I don't have a problem, like, getting that together. It's a graduation gift to myself. I'm going to go. 
Absolutely. Like you like I feel like if you're a wrestling fan, you have to go to WrestleMania at least once. Yeah. Like football fans have to go to a Super Bowl at least once in their life. Yes, it's yeah. amazing. Like I've been twice. I'm blessed to have gone twice. I went to the mm-hmm. one in Atlanta in 2011 and then the one for this year. And that was my being... that mania just highlights my whole childhood. Yeah. Cuz that was Me the too. first one my mom ever bought on pay-per-view. I I highlight that mania always. I'm so happy you do because a lot of people be talking about how it's like one of the worst manias, and I'm just looking like that's yeah. the mania I went to. That Don't was my that. that highlighted my my whole life because my mom was like, I'll buy it because it was right after my birthday. Mania usually lands right after my birthday, so I'm like, I wanted that so bad. That was that was an exciting day. I'm so happy that that was, you know, one of your biggest highlights. It's a highlight for me, too, because that was the last wrestling event I went to before I graduated high school and went to college. Wow. Yeah. So after that, I hadn't been to a wrestling event like in years. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was a huge that was kind of like a like a send home thing for me. Like, Mm -hmm. we're going to cap it off. And then after that, I love that. That's so fun. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, but this year's was beautiful, though. Like, I love the format of the two-night thing. Um, so you won't be overwhelmed with so much of everything. Yeah. There was people from all over the world. I sat next to a guy from Japan who was wow. so excited for Asuka and held up his Japanese flag and everything. It was so precious. But I was rooting for Bianca I can't the whole time. Wait so I to experience that. I always say I want to experience That's why I want to go to SummerSlam so bad. Because... That's something I want to experience. Like Extreme Rules is cool, but SummerSlam's gonna be outside. And I've never done an event outside. Like I'm so excited. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff happening, you know. And the last few pay-per-views have been really lit for the most mm-hmm. part. Even though they've been out of the US, they're still really lit because the, the international are popping. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So you said that after you made your MVP TikTok, you know, that's when everybody started to garner attention. So when did you also decide that you were going to keep doing it as a consistent thing? Um, I want to say like after the fact that there were so many people that followed me out of nowhere and was like, seeing a girl like wrestling is crazy. And I was like, there's probably other girls out there that like wrestling. Like, I want to make content because you're not alone. I'm here too. So I was like, hey, why not? And it was something to do while I was at school. I was so bored. It was my senior year. I was like, I'm okay, I need something different to do than just sit here and do nothing. And it became a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then you did find out, of course, eventually with all your followers that there are more of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more there are so girls. many of us. I love yes. that. Yes, there are more of us girls, more guys, of course, everywhere, you know. But, you know, there are definitely more of us women of color that love wrestling, too. So mm-hmm. now you know you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm like, yay, more friends, because... Not a lot of mine watch it. And like I said, that's how me and my best friend became friends. Um, after the holiday tour that I took my sister to, we were moving. And our neighbor, her daughter, kept, like, staring at us and whispering. And then one day I came home with my um, honorary Ooze hoodie on. And she was like, I like your hoodie. And I was like, thanks. And she was like, you watch wrestling? And I'm like, Yeah. We had this whole conversation, and and then her daughter runs out, and she's like, Mom, I told you that was the girl that seen Bianca. And it was my sister, and I was like, wait, you guys were there? And she was like, we seen you. I was like, oh, that's crazy. And they were like, if you guys ever want to come watch, you can watch with us. And I was like, okay. So then her little sister, me and her started talking, and when I say it's just created a big family with me, them, my sister, it's I love it because I've never had somebody so close with me to watch it. Like we'll go to events together and stuff. We're going to SummerSlam together. So I'm like, wow, I just made a whole family out of nowhere because of wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. 
That is so beautiful. And now people are recognizing you on the street and everything. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's weird. I'm like, hi. <laughs> like, I don't be knowing how to respond. She's like, hey. Mm-hmm. But you are you deserve it. You've earned it. You've made all of this content. And then I'm more than sure, you know, you'll garner more attention from it and stuff like that. So yeah. have you gotten any attention from any wrestlers like in particular on social media or on TikTok yet? Um, okay, so way before I made content, like so long before this, I took my sister to her first event. We went to Raw in Indianapolis because she didn't get to go to Extreme Rules with me. So I took her and I recorded, I don't know if it was that one. I think it was that one. Maybe the one after that, whatever. I recorded her singing Rhea's theme song <laughs> and Rhea liked it, retweeted it and messaged me about her and was like, I love it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. So then they came to Columbus again and I said something to Alexa because, you know, Alexa's from here. And same thing, got a reaction from Alexa. Then Bianca retweeted all my sister's stuff. My sister did her Bianca entrance, the one I posted on my TikTok. She got her recognition. Montez and Angelo, my sister and my friend were doing the Street Profits entrance outside. They got recognition for that. So it's just been an ongoing random thing where they'll interact with me in somehow some form or fashion. So I'd be so excited about it. Yeah, I love the ones that you post of your sister who says like she, how you say she thinks she's Bianca. Yeah, she and is. She'll Bianca. come running every time she's on TV. Like that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, she is Bianca at this point. <laughs> like it's it's there's no in between for it. Like she embodies Bianca at this point. Yes, and that's a like Bianca just has that effect on people. That effect mm -hmm. on women and all of that so it's just like you just can't help but just love her yeah because that happened to me like in the beginning i wasn't really feeling bianca like for a little bit and then like i just it wasn't like i wasn't feeling her but i didn't know about her because yeah. she just came in when i started watching again so i knew nothing of her mm -hmm. and then gradually i'm like okay i like bianca like my sister we were in the store when she lost and my sister stormed off, like, about to cry. And we were so confused as to what happened. Um, and it was because Bianca lost. Like, Bianca has that effect on people. Yeah. Yeah. See, she had that effect on me, except when that SummerSlam was going on, I mm -hmm. was calling a match. I was doing commentary, you know, for the Belladonna division. And yeah. I couldn't react because I had to be professional because I was on a job. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was really upset, but I had to hold it in and focus on the match. Yeah. I was calling with my partner. But after it was over, trust me, I was very, very upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Jesus, that was that me. Was that was me with Mania. Um, when Cody lost, when I say I, oh. I was holding my breath the whole match, and when I seen, I don't know Solo, whoever came in, I that match is a blur because it upset me so much. Whoever came in, I remember so I, I had my blanket on and I'm just sitting there like holding my breath, and I just started crying because I was like, it's not gonna work, he's not gonna win. When I say crying tears, like crocodile tears and ran out the house crying because I was so upset like it hurt my heart I was right. so mad and then oh, I was right. I was like crying laughing when somebody threw that rubber chicken in the ring and my friends <laughs> were like what is wrong with you I was like somebody threw a chicken in the ring like Cody and they're like are you okay no it's a chicken and I'm like this is this is stressing me out I'm ready to go home now Right, yeah. man. It was a, it was a sad day for me. Imagine being there. If I was, <laughs> I, that, I'm so I'm so glad I wasn't there because I probably would have left. Out of I just would have never came back. I left. That's exactly what I did. I left and stormed out of my seat and just left everything and just walked by. And every time somebody drove by in the street with the um. With Roman Reigns theme song playing out of the car, I just stared at them. I just gave them a death stare, like, <laughs> come on. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm already hoarse. Like, my voice is already gone. I'm crying. I'm like, this is the worst day of my life. Like, I'm 
And then everybody's texting me like, I told you, I told you. I was like, if you text before anybody texted me, I was like, if you text me about this match, I am blocking you because I am mad right now. Nobody talked to me. I was distraught for like two days. Oh my god, I'm still yeah. distraught, Oki. Like you won't catch I'm, me ever watching that WrestleMania ever again. Now I might still watch it because I was there and there was so many good things that did happen besides that. So I do want to rewatch it at some point. But as far as getting to that part, like it will. I'm probably never gonna watch it again. Yeah, it I'm, it hurt my feelings. Yeah, it hurt my feelings too. I get it. But the one thing that I do, you know, there is more that I want to ask you though. So. Mm-hmm. You've had so many, you know, good interactions and you did talk about, you know, meeting LA Knight, which mm-hmm. is one which is the picture that I use when advertising our interview together. I was just like, yeah. you know what, this is so cute. So what was that experience like meeting him? So that was the day of SmackDown. We got up at 5.30 that morning to get to the cricket. We were second in line and like, we all were like, I'm so nervous to meet him. I'm so nervous. And originally it was actually supposed to be Sami Zayn. But they ended up not coming to Columbus. So they changed it to LA Night. And when we got there, like, it was a surreal experience. Like, we had so much fun. Um, but we were still out there. They were, like, giving away tickets, giving away, like, the cutouts and stuff. And we got... We actually won two sets of tickets so two sets of two and blessed two families with the tickets because we already had tickets so we were like here you go if you want to go you can go and then this other lady blessed us with her tickets so we blessed another family with some tickets because we were like again we were good so after that la was like i want you guys to come here like what like you you're not supposed to have two interactions with these people la was like i want that group right quick come here come here So we're all in there, like, conversating with L.A. like we've known him for our whole life. And he was so just chill. He was super cool. And my sister was like, I have a question. He was like, yeah. She was like, do you want to be best friends? And he was like, like, real best friends or fake best friends? No, he said, real besties or fake besties? And she was like, real besties. And he was like, okay. And so, like, followed her on Instagram, all this stuff. So, let ask her their best friends in real life. Like, he knows her. They talk on a daily, so she says. Like, then we got to get our group picture, and he was like, I like this crowd. And last week, actually, we seen the guy from the cricket, and he was like, I want you guys to know I sent your picture to corporate. When they asked how the event was, they sent our picture to corporate. And... Then we got the picture, and it was it showed how that moment was like it was so much fun. That is so beautiful. Yeah, it was so much fun. LA Night is amazing. That is such a beautiful story. I'm so glad you had that good of an interaction with him. Yeah, it was see, so much fun. See, now that further complicates the question that I what that I'm gonna ask you later. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> So basically, um, when it comes to your creation of content, mm-hmm. um, do you ever plan on collaborating with any more wrestling content creators? Um, I would love to. I'm moving, like I told you, so I have a bigger space. I have my own space. So I would love to. That's why I'm going to start my crea- my creation, my content back up um, when I move, because like I said, bigger space. So I would love to. If anybody ever wants to, just tell me, because I will. I don't have nothing to do. I'm at home all day if I'm not at work. So, yeah. Okay. That's really promising because it's just like there's so many, you know, and then there's always, you know, the people who are on, who have their own podcasts, who have TikToks too. You know, Mm -hmm. they see stuff like that. And then you have like stuff like mine too, where you have people who just post their stuff all the time. You just never know exactly, you know, who's watching you. So Mm -hmm. I think that would be amazing, you know, if you did collaborate with more TikTok creators and stuff like that and make WrestleTalk a bigger, bigger deal. Like, I I can't wait to see how that, you know, turns out because TikTok is really, it's a monster of an app, but it's definitely, you know, lucrative. And what's really funny is I always said, I think everybody's done it at a point. I always said, I'm not going to get on TikTok. Like, it's stupid. I knew my little sister was on it making dances and stuff. And I was like, then came the pandemic. And I got on TikTok. 
and I can't get off. So there's that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it was for me too. I I refused to get on TikTok for a minute, and then yeah. once I did, I couldn't stay off of it. Like now, my mom, <laughs> I can hear my mom in her room watching it whenever she's on. And I'm like, if she don't go to bed, she's been on TikTok for like the past two hours. Exactly. Yeah. Sleep schedule gone. Man, <laughs> I can't go to sleep unless I watch a few TikToks. When I'm ready to go to bed, okay, but I gotta watch some TikToks before I go to bed. Lord have mercy. This week alone with the Spider-Verse TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm on this Gracie's Corner TikTok with Big Frida, and I don't know where it came from, but the oh, song's wow. amazing. I can't stop watching it now, so there's that. Mm-hmm. It's an addiction. It's bad. It's an addiction, man. Mm-hmm. But in talking more about, you know, wrestling. So outside of, do you watch any more wrestling outside of WWE? Um, I watch a little bit of AEW here and there. I try to. I try to catch up. CM Punk's coming back. Is today Thursday? CM Punk's coming back today. So I'm very excited for that. Um, I can't get into New Japan. Like, I keep up with it, but I can't ever watch it because that time is just weird. And I'll be tired. And I don't know. Um, Impact, I used to watch it a little bit, but I haven't watched it since. I mean, I'm going to try to now that Trinity's there. Um, and they were just here in Columbus, had no idea, but oh, whatever. Wow. That's fine. Trinity was here, didn't know for two days at that. So, missed that, love that. Um, but I try. I mean, WWE is always going to be that thing for me. So, WWE is home, it's always going to be home. Yeah, I completely understand that. You know, WWE was kind of it for me for a long time. Well, it was mm -hmm. WCW first, then WWE. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there really wasn't, you know, a whole lot of other stuff that was accessible to me. I won't say that yeah. it wasn't there. It just wasn't accessible to me. So I totally yeah. get that WWE is home. But since I started my show, like, I've tried my level best to you know become more exposed to other yeah that's you know, what i'm talents. trying to do now yeah that's yeah. what i'm trying to do now i just ordered the aew game um because i want to try to get more into it so mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes yeah and then the thing about aew now like they're about to have three shows so yeah you can, so you got a lot of opportunities to really like catch up with aew and stuff mm -hmm. like that, so that's cool and then i wish impact I really do want to see an impact show though, because I've been. Yeah, I, I don't think I have all. the channel that it's on, or maybe I yeah. just can't find it or something. I don't know, but I've been trying to watch it. Yeah, like Impact is really great. Like their their product is pretty good. It's just it, you know they they have a little bit of issues when it comes to, like the channels that they're on or the programming yeah. or whatever. But outside of that, like the action that they have and the characters that they have, they're so fleshed out. Mm -hmm. and, it's really good. And since Trinity went there, I'm so happy for her. Oh, you know, yeah. like I it seems that they truly value her like the star that she is. And I'm definitely. Yep. Yeah, I'm really happy for her with that. So she's only gonna continue to grow from there. Mm -hmm. And hopefully she'll be knockouts women's champion at some point. If she's a knockout yep. champion, I will pass out. <laughs> yeah, I would go crazy. I would be so excited for her. Me too. Like I will probably like cry maybe i don't know yeah um i'm a cry baby <laughs> i am so, too. it's okay yeah it's all right we cry but that's all that only means we love it okay yeah <laughs> it's it's something that that makes us happy it's happy tears it's not sad tears absolutely so you do mention a lot of the time that you are a future wwe superstar yes i've seen you post about that on your social media a whole lot so when you say that, like, what exactly do you picture yourself doing in a couple of years? Is it wrestling? Is it broadcasting? Like, what exactly do you see yourself doing? I'm actually planning on going back to school for sports broadcasting. Um, I would love to commentate. I would love to be in the ring, but I would really love to commentate or announce. Like, being the company is really all I want. But some, like, that's what I tell people. Somehow, someway, I'm going to be there. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm going to be there. I'm like, y'all think I'm joking. You'll randomly turn on your TV one day. You're going to see my face. And I'm going to just look at the camera. I told you so. Because, no, it's a dream of mine. And I'm going to make it a reality one way or another. Okay, so you're going back to school for broadcasting. And then you yeah. go there. 
Like that is a very clear goal to set. And in life, you know, it's really cool to see people, you know, pursue that dream in that way. And when you say a commentary, my ears lit up because that's what I want to do too. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. Like my friends, even when we're watching, they're like, you would be an amazing commentator. I'm like, I know I would. I know. That's why I'm going to be one. I don't, I don't, at this point, I don't care what company, but I'm going to be doing it. People are going to see me on TV in anything. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So have yeah. you tried to like do like commentary, like in local promotions? Not yet. Um, I like, I just actually got done with my undergrad. So I'm just now back. Thank you. I'm just now back at home permanently. Um, so I'm trying to start getting into it. Um, I actually have an in-ring tryout in July and I don't know how that's about to go, but I'm very excited, but I'm also going to ask them about the commentating opportunities as well, just to be on the safe side. Okay. Well, I hope that that definitely goes well for you. Like that just Thank sounds you. so amazing. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate like, it. There needs to be more black women, you know, utilizing their voices. Like there are, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of there are a lot of us, but there yeah. needs to be more of us, you know, getting interested in the intellectual component of mm -hmm. wrestling. Because there's a lot of us athletes. And I, of course, I love, you know, my athletes, definitely. But there yeah. needs to be more of us ring announcing, you know, more of us interviewing and more of us doing the commentary work as well. So mm -hmm. we can see that form of representation for the next generation. And yeah, I definitely, definitely believe that you can do it. And I Thank believe you. I can I do it, it too. So maybe we'll both be there together. We'll be there together. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And yep. Yeah, I cannot wait for you to do that. I'm so pumped for you. Now, as Thank far as you. the bumping goes, I, I'd be scared because I hate pain. Well, <laughs> I was always a little tomboy growing up. So it's never really been an issue for me. It's never really been an issue. Um, I was I was in all types of sports. I played everything. So getting hurt in some type of way doesn't bother me at all. Okay, I apologize for that. That was no, I was getting fine. a phone call. <laughs> um so there was a lot going on just now, but I apologize for that. No, you're fine. But yeah. Um, so you basically said that you um, participated in sports before. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, you know, appreciate that fearlessness. And I just, I'm really excited to see what the future holds for you in that regard. So in talking about, you know, you mentioned LA Knight. And of course, you know, we have money in the bank coming up. We just mm -hmm. came off of the heels of um, Night of Champions, where Seth Rollins yep. became the world heavyweight champion and he's fighting back and forth between people mm -hmm. and stuff like that and you know we have new titles in the women's division and there's just a yep. whole lot of stuff going on so when it comes to money in the bank for the men and the women mm -hmm. who do you have in mind to win i want la mm -hmm. um i wanted montez like if a montez won it definitely would have been montez um, I have Montez for the Elimination Chamber. Like there, he needs to be pushed at some point, and that's what I want. Um, but for the women, I'm with Zelina. I feel like Zelina deserves so much better than what she's given right now. So I'm hoping for Zelina at this point because she needs that. I absolutely agree with you. Like I really would have wanted Montez myself. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, I feel like that was such an awkward position because I feel like the Street Profits have been in an awkward position. Like, they wanted WrestleMania, but it's like since then, they've been sort of like in a holding yeah. pattern to figure out what to do with them. Because, of course, you have Kevin and Sammy holding both of the titles that are undisputed. Mm -hmm. So, I guess they're still trying to figure out what to do with the rest of the tag teams. And, of course, you know, leading into this week on SmackDown, they'll have like a tournament or, um, no, it's not a tournament. It's it's a it's a gauntlet it's match. It's a gauntlet match. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a gauntlet match to see who will qualify to face them. And I want the Street Profits to win, but I literally feel like holding off on Montez is just kind of like it's almost like you're playing a waiting game, like to see who mm -hmm. like when is this gonna happen for him because he's so talented. 
and he's so charismatic. Like, he has everything, but I do kind of see it going to L.A. Night as Mr. Money yeah. in the Bank. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely see him, but when it comes to the women, Zelina Vega is my girl, okay? Like, mm -hmm. I love her. <laughs> yeah, I love I Zelina. Love she deserves so much. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and I kind of saw the writing on the wall after Backlash, you know, not only because, you know, sh her people are from Puerto Rico, but it was just the fact that outside of that, she does so much, you know, with the video gaming community, with mm -hmm. anime and loving stuff like that openly and outwardly. It's just like, I just feel like, you know, with her chasing her dreams in this way, you know, especially after everything she had gone through previously with her family and stuff, it's just like, yeah. I want her to have a big, big moment. Like, because mm -hmm. I'll never forget before, you know, before stuff went down and she wound up leaving the company. Um, she she really could have faced Oscar for the Raw Women's title. And I was so excited for that because I always thought, you know, after she had left Andrade and left Angel Garza, that she needed to stand on her own because she was mm -hmm. always the X factor in helping them. So I was yeah. just like, okay, when is she going to break out and have her moment? And I really feel like she's in the sweet spot where if she won Money in the Bank, this would be huge for her. Oh, definitely. And I want Definitely. her to hang on to it too. Yeah. Like, don't just cash in the next night. Like, keep it. Like, <laughs> keep it for as long as you can. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, how are you feeling about the state of the women's division or the state of women's wrestling as a whole, um, even outside of WWE as you continue? to grow in your fandom and what would you say is the best thing about it and what can be improved upon it lacks a lot but it's getting better because it used to be pretty bad but it's gotten a lot better since um i like i wasn't the biggest fan of the divas area area the divas era with how they presented them um but now like i like it more because you don't have to flaunt a whole bunch to be amazing. And I love that. Um, I feel like they're trying to give them the, like the recognition that they need now. Like since triple H came, you can tell the women's division is getting a little bit better. Um, I'm just tired of the same repeat stuff. Like I want to see some different things. I want us to get a different title. I was saying like, we need something like a women's intercontinental or something like give us more time on TV with another title. We don't have to just have the tag team and the new, um, what is it? The undisputed and stuff like that. We don't need just that. We need something more. We need more TV time. Definitely. I absolutely agree with that because that's a sentiment that I share as well is that uh -huh. as great as it is that you have these women fighting for the top titles, yeah, it's just that in the middle part of it, if they're not in a tag team, it's almost like you're left with kind of with nothing, and mm -hmm. it, it'll be like weeks or months before we see a certain superstar or something, yeah. something like that. And that is something that I do, you know, wish they had an IC title for or US title for. Like mm -hmm. at one point, as a fan, I was going crazy and saying, you know what, just give women all the titles that the men have. Yeah, something like, like that. Was, anything. Yeah. Yeah, I was crazy, like, for a second, but it's just, like, but then again, it's not as crazy when you think of equality, you know, mm -hmm. so it's just, like, I do feel that at some point, there needs to be something made for the women who aren't in a tag team, but do still want some level of single success that might not yeah. lead to them getting at the top, Definitely. and I feel like, I feel like that's something that will, that could very well happen in the future, I'm not sure, but I mm -hmm. do love those new titles, though, like, they're really pretty <laughs> yeah like i love championships so yeah seth's title as soon as they as soon as it dropped like on wwe shop i'm like i'm putting this in my cart right now like i don't need it but i've always been a big fan of the big gold title like i have it and that's always been one of my favorite titles it was the nicest title out there besides the spinner belt of course but the big the big gold that was my favorite title. So when that one came out, oh, I was so excited. I was like, I'm getting this. I need this. I don't want anything else. Then they got the women's one and they got the white strap. I'm like, okay, Ooh. take my money right now. 
That's how I feel. I was just like, when I saw that title, I was in love. Kind of like how I fell in love at first sight with the Raw Women's title the first time I saw it. I couldn't mm-hmm. deal. And the I bought Divas, that one. That was me with the Divas title. Mm-hmm. I wanted that title so bad as a child. And even now, at my big age, I'm like, I'm going to buy this one day. Like, I need this title. that The spinner belt, I need that title. Because, like, it's amazing. I want it so bad. Absolutely. So I did also see that you, you know, do have your own podcast. Is podcasting something else that you want to continue to explore? Yeah. Um, like I was saying, I'm moving, so I feel like I'll be able to get into it more. And I'm not in school, so I have time on my hands to be able to do it. Um, I definitely want to do that. But um, I'm trying to get my streaming channel together um i'm gonna keep my podcast on spotify but i want to actually start streaming as well so we're gonna figure all that out once i get all moved in and stuff okay what's the name of it i have no idea yet we're in (laughs) it's a little choppy at this point because i don't want to do it and then i put it off and i forget about it like it's something i want to do so i'm like it has to be perfect before I can get it started. Like I have, I need everything piece by piece first. I get it. So for now, it's just Baby Girl McCoy. I mean, not Baby Baby Girl Podcast. That's what it is. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's a Baby Girl Podcast, and mm-hmm. that's okay. And that's okay. And even if everything isn't perfect, as long as you start, you know, because that's how I started mine. I was like, as long as you start and, you know, get a good rhythm going and figure out what works and work, what doesn't, then that's yeah. all that matters. Definitely. Absolutely. So who would you say are your top five wrestlers, male, female, or um, non-binary? Um, well, like I said earlier, Randy started it all. I love Randy. Um, I miss Randy. I tweet Randy almost every day at this point. Like, hey, just me again. I miss you. Come back. It's a little boring. Without an RKO every, you know, five seconds. I miss you. Like, I love Randy. Randy Randy and Edge. Like, when I first started watching, it was the rated RKO thing going on. I was in love with Randy and Edge. Um, They're always going to be on my list. Um. John Cena was always, I love John Cena. He was amazing. I mean, what kid didn't love John Cena, you know? Right. Um, But it's really going to be Randy and Edge, of course. Triple H, I love Triple H. Shawn Michaels, I know I'm big on tag teams. Um, And a really random one, um, I would say Cody, because I love Cody. I've always been a big Cody and Seth person. But, um... CM Punk, because when I was in middle school was when CM Punk's title reign was going on, and I can't live that down. I won't live that down. I will recite the whole pipe bomb speech to whoever asked me to do it if I can remember it in that moment. Like, I love CM Punk. Oh, I cried like a baby when he came back. I mean, I and I was mad because something told me it was happening. And I was doing a midterm and I fell asleep and I woke up and it was all over Twitter and I had to run to YouTube to watch it. And I sat there and cried like a baby. I was so happy to see CM Punk again. That's so funny. That reminds me of that man who was in the audience watching it happen live and he was crying. Yeah, I sat in my bed and boohoo cried. I was so now Cody's Cody's return. I I didn't even know I recorded myself watching it, but I found the video a year later, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, it's Cody, like it's it's gonna be Cody. It has to be Cody, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's gonna be Cody. When his music started, bald. Like I was so excited to see Cody back on WWE because these are people from my childhood that made my childhood. Like, legacies made my childhood. I was so excited to see Cody. I love Cody so much. I am very much Cody biased. Like, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's like Cody over everybody for me. Yeah, I get it. I have to tell my story of Cody coming back because I believe, 
I, I might have told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, when Cody came back, I was watching that WrestleMania with my boyfriend. And um, we were watching it. And, of course, you know, Seth Rollins was doing his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he was saying, don't make me wait and all that. Like, he was screaming and he was excited. And then all yeah. the fireworks went off. And I'm just looking like, okay, who is this? And I had heard the rumors, you know, the online chat. Heard you know, the rumors, I heard yeah. I heard it. But it didn't hit for me until after his music hit and then he came out and then the ring announcer actually said his name. Yeah. Like I had it, to I got like, chills. Like I had to wait to hear it because I felt like maybe I was dreaming it or maybe it was a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't feel real. I literally sat there, I was with my ex, I was like, it's Cody. It's Cody. It has to be Cody. It's going to be Cody. And when his music hit, I was like, oh, my God, it's Cody. Like, I was so excited. That was, man, couldn't literally couldn't believe it. Yeah, and I still watch that return back sometimes just to. It gives you chills. it, It had me like, oh, my God. Mm hmm. It was amazing for sure. And then he went on to have like a fantastic match, you know? Like Yeah. And amazing. It was so good. It was so good. I was it so really happy was. for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll be champion one day for sure. One day. Yeah. I what would you it. prefer? What would you prefer? Would you would you prefer him be heavyweight champion or undisputed champion? I feel like like you started this thing with Seth. I feel like you everybody's like finished the story when it was with Roman. Which okay. But he started the whole thing with Seth when he came back. Y'all went on to do three matches. If it didn't end with Seth, I would be kind of confused, kind of mad. Same thing I'm saying with Roman. If it doesn't end with Jay, I'm gonna be so confused. Cause it mm. should. That's where it started. You wouldn't expect it to end like that, but I feel like it should. You always go back to where it started. I think that's a really good take on it. Um, For me, I would want him to get his look back for Roman simply because of how how broken my heart was. They played him. Yeah, they they played him. That's it. Yes. Yes. Then I get the Seth part too because after Cody was injured, with his peck and he fought Seth and won. Seth mm-hmm. attacked him and we didn't see him anymore and they never fought again and then Cody came back for the rumble. Yeah. So that would make sense if he did. And they had a little tiny interaction at Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it would be a thing and I would not be upset. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Like I wouldn't be upset about that either. And then the way that Seth is carrying the heavyweight title, it's not it's not seen as a consolation prize anymore like it was before. Mm-hmm. So it would be fine. I would I would be okay with it. But honestly, I just want vengeance for my broken heart. <laughs> yeah. Just, Definitely. Either or, it's fine. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you do have a solid, you know, top, you know, favorite list. Like, yeah. that's a really good list, though. So what would you say the future holds for you, Raven? Um... I'll, like I said, I'm going to be on that TV one way or another. That's that's what it's going to be. I do want to get better in my content creating, but being somewhere in that area, that's where I want to be. Definitely. Absolutely. That's very definitive, and it's really clear, and I appreciate and love that vision. And mm-hmm. hopefully... You know, as you continue to grow, you know, and find yourself in your and more of your identity, you will stand on that and make all of your dreams come true. And then along the way, you know, you'll inspire other people. You know, Mm -hmm. you'll inspire me and then we'll all collectively make it a great thing. Definitely. So Raven Brianna, thank you so much for coming on the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. And if you could just tell... Just tell everybody where they can find and follow you and what you've got going on now. Um, you can find me on 
TikTok. I think my Twitter is the same. I think all my social media is the same. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram is all the Raven Brianna WWE. Um, just follow me. Um, message me if you want to do any content. I'm always down. Literally, I have nothing to do. It's summertime. This is my first year not having to go back to school. I'm free. So if anybody ever wants to do anything, please do not be shy. I am willing to do content with anybody. Absolutely. That is fantastic. So, of course, if you're watching, you know the vibe. You can find and follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Steph Hardy. And, of course, you can watch me on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet, every Monday on the WOW Superheroes After Show with Katrina and Emily May Heller. And you can watch me on Fridays with our editor-in-chief, Dreon Santana, for the SmackDown After Show every Friday after SmackDown, of course. And just continue to support the vibe and like, listen, and subscribe to the Hardy Wrestling Podcast leave a comment, leave five stars everywhere. Of course, if you like all the content, this episode will be up tomorrow on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and listen to the audio version of this um, episode and this interview as well once it is posted tonight. So for everyone watching, thank you so much for watching the Hardy Wrestling Podcast with your girl Stephanie Hardy and Raven Brianna. And until next time, Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>